in our society overall, I think, or I know, I'm aware that we are a sex-deprived culture. And I wonder if men make more money because they are not hung up or have as many shameful thoughts or things of that nature when it comes to sex. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. I'm really excited for this episode today. And uh, you might, if you have some young children and you don't want them to listen, you know, just an FYI on this episode, it might be, you know, some adult content, your choice, whatever you want to, you know, listen to, but just wanted to preface it. It is Friday, TGIF, if you're listening to this when this comes out. And so, you know, every Friday I read a, a review from one of our phenomenal listeners. And today's review goes out to It's a Pie. I love it. Five star review. And it's about episode two. That's the name of the title of the review. And this is what it's a pie says the get up girl shares her experiences so we can learn from them and dig in our own selves and think about a time when we can relate. The choice episode is something many can relate to who may be a work obsessed or workaholic, right? It may not be canceling a huge event where we experienced overwhelming emotions, but I've been there plenty of times. It's a great listen and take time to pause and reflect on your own experiences. So shout out to It's a Pie for episode two. If you haven't heard the episode two, yeah, that was a good one. It was all about choice and how I canceled my music festival. It's a Pie. If you're listening, please DM me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official and just say, hey, you read my review on the podcast and I will send you out some swag and I have some more sweaters left. So just in case, and then once we come around, you know, spring and summer, I'll have some summer stuff. So make sure it's a pie that you DM me. And if you're listening, please write a review. It would mean so much to me. Go to Apple podcast and, you know, physically type one out. And if I read yours on the air, you will get some swag mailed to you. Let's jump into the show. Today's show is called Can Sexual Pleasure Increase Your income. Did I get your attention? I hope so. The reason that this show was sparked and born, I was on a podcast just about an hour ago today. You know, it was recorded today and it's going to come out in a few weeks. And the show is called Letting It All Hang Out. And the gal that is the host of the show, her name is Haley Kalani. Shout out to Haley. And she and I had a great like conversation. You know, you just meet somebody and you're like, oh my God, this is my girl. She's so cool. And she asked me this question and it sparked a cool conversation between us. I'm like, oh my God, I need to listen back to this interview because it was so good. Like whatever came out of us, it was just really, really phenomenal. And she asked me, 
you know, you're a female business owner and you've owned businesses for a long time and tell us your experience being in a male dominated field and what it's like, you know, being a successful female business owner and whoa, the things that came out and a couple of things that I talked about. One was, you know, especially when I started, it was in the mid nineties and it wasn't the way it is today. Today it's like hashtag girl boss and boss babe. And it's really cool. And it's, you know, looked up upon. It was not like that in the nineties. It was like, you know, we we're trailblazers. We were starting the the female entrepreneur. I mean, it was, there were already female entrepreneurs, but it wasn't the way it is now where it's almost like 35% of business owners are females. So I was telling her a story about one time when I had my dance studio, I was at the business and there was a particular male employee and he taught for me. And you know what I told her? I said, look, being a female business owner, I got really comfortable with being called a bitch. And so I started to tell her this story about how I was there at the business and I received a text. And this individual thought he was texting his girlfriend and he accidentally texted me. You know, we've all done that before, right? And this was before with like flip phones. This was probably 15 years ago. It was a long time ago. And I got the text and I could literally see him. He was in my eye view. And I look up and I look at him and he turned completely white. He was so embarrassed. In the text, he said, I can't come home early tonight or something like that to his girlfriend because the bitch is making me stay late. And when I read that, this kind of warmth feeling came over me. And also like, Joanna, this is your opportunity to, to stand in your power and without allowing that word or whatever he said to, to take over you, you know, you still have the power here. And I brought my finger up and I kind of like, you know, waved to him. It was a real like <laughs> devil wears Prada, come here. And I said, I want to talk to you outside. And he was so like embarrassed and, you know, you could just tell. And I let him go right there. And I was very, I didn't fight him. I didn't yell at him. I, I didn't do any of that. It was just like, this is your last day. Thank you very much. There's your paycheck. Bye. And I haven't, you know, seen him since. And with that, you know, I was really talking about how receiving all of it when it comes to choosing strength, when it comes to choosing power. And in this reality, especially back then, this was in the early 2000s, uh, to choose that was really bitchy. I think now it's maybe even a little bit more considered, you know, it's okay. I mean, again, this is this in just my opinion, but I think back then it was lesser than it is today. And this reminded me of our conversation today with Haley, because I started to talk about, I said, look, in our society overall, I think, or I know, I'm aware that we are a sex-deprived culture. And I wonder if men make more money because they are not hung up or have as many shameful thoughts or things of that nature when it comes to sex. And let me give you some context behind it. There was a study at the end of 2018 of all the business owners in the United States. And 33% of 
are female business owners. Now it's even higher today. That was exactly now two years ago. And you can look this up. It was on the, I think, Chamber of Commerce, something for the whole United States. And they do all this, like all these business studies. And it was like, yay, 33% are business business owners are women. And everybody's like, yay, look, we're coming up. Okay, great. Then here comes the like ugh, knife in the, you know, the chest. Out of all the revenue that is taken from 100% of business owners, so you have 67% are men, or what is it? 64% are men or 60, whatever it is, 66, whatever it is, right? 67. And then we have 33% are women. Out of all of that percentage, what percent do the males bring in in revenue? And what percent do the females bring in in revenue? And every time I bring this up, I mean, everybody's eyes just kind of get big and their jaw drops like no way. The first time I heard it, I cried. Not like sobbing crying, but like a tear like, what? Are you serious? <sighs> and 96% percent of the revenue brought in the United States by all business owners is made by males. And 4% are females. And at first, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, no way. No, that's BS. No, no, there's no way. Okay. But now think about it. Most business owners of females are solopreneurs. And I wondered, you know, there's something about women where we think we have to do it all by ourselves. We can ask for help. And I think generally speaking, men hire and scale their businesses more than women do. So a lot of those 33% of women that own businesses are solopreneurs. With that being said, that's a lot of them are hairdressers or house cleaners or estheticians and things of that nature. That's why the revenue is so low because the cap of the way they think is smaller than generally speaking how men, they have employees, they scale, they keep building. And I'm in both groups. I have many, many business groups that I'm in and I'm in highly dominated male groups, like highly dominated. And then I'm in female groups. And the biggest difference that I've noticed is that the male dominated groups talk about money like it's nothing. Like you're asking them the time of day. I mean, I'm not going to ask you the time of day and you're going to get all nervous and tell me a story. Hey, what time is it? Most likely you're not going to say, uh, well, um, I think, well, you know, last yesterday was um, 1130 at this time. And when I saw the sun and it's like, what, what time is it? You're just going to say the time. Well, it's 1230. Okay. No big deal. I noticed this with money in male dominated groups. When you ask them, you know, okay, tell us your your revenue for this year and you're projected for next year, they stand up and they say it, everybody claps and it's nothing. And in female dominated groups, I've noticed that we don't talk about money at all. Or when we talk about money, we come in with a story. We have to justify it and give you a whole preface and a story before we tell you our revenue. And it's like, because we're afraid to talk about money. For example, okay, stand up and tell us your revenue. Well, this year, you know, um, I'm just starting my business and uh, it's, it's like, what is it? And with men, they'll stand up and say, this year I was at quarter million dollars. Next year we're projected to do 500 and then the next five. It's like very shark tank, just boom, very simple. And I'm like, what is that? I got really, really curious. 
And so the question when I was answering with Haley on her podcast started getting me to think about Dr. Brandy Manigat and she's the pleasure coach and OBGYN and she spoke on my podcast last week and then also spoke at Slay Gals. And she was talking about how when you have more sexual pleasure, when you're having more orgasms, when you're having more pleasure period in life, which translates into sexual pleasure, you actually have more power in your life. You make more money. Like there's studies shown. And when she said that, it was like light bulb, light bulb, light bulb went off. And even my team, when we were in the office, we're like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. And this is my point of view that men and hey, Right in, and if I'm any, if I'm wrong or if I'm off right here, but they masturbate probably every day, all the time. No big deal. It's like it's not a secret. They do it all, all, all the time, or and they're always thinking about sex, and sex is very important to the majority of men. Okay, right. And then you have women where we don't talk about it as often. It's very shameful. It's like it's taboo. It's quiet. It's like if we have a vibrator, it's like ooh, you know. It's I mean, I'm very open sexually. And when I do bring it up with other women, I could feel them cringe. I could feel them like lean in, but they're still shy. I mean, there's so much shame around sex with women. So much shame. We can't even say the word pussy. It's like, ooh, no, don't say that word. Hashtag little um, help out there. If you want a book recommendation, there's a book called Pussy, which totally changed my life. I read it about a year ago and is so great. I forget the author, but if you're looking for a great book for women to like get out of that sexual shame, that book will woo, start with that one. Okay, girls, even gentlemen, read that one. I gave that to my dad for, I think it was Father's Day and he read it and he was like, yeah. Anyway, so with that, you know, I'm really working on being more open when it comes to sex. Like, why are we so shamed about it? Why we, that is what created us. I was created from sex and sex is pleasure and pleasure we feel great and when we have pleasure and sexual pleasure we make more money and we're more powerful and women we can create lives with our hips we can create life right here in our womb and we're ashamed of it we're quiet about it and when i say we i just mean generally maybe you're not but i think majority i'm a woman i know what it is like to be in rooms with other women and everybody's like ooh they get quiet like ooh can't talk about sex and i'm talk about it like it's the weather like it's nothing and i'm like why why is this so you know taboo i wonder what that is and then so haley brought up it's interesting that we are so sexually um open Meaning like you could turn on MTV or turn on YouTube to any music video and it's like pretty much a porno. And then yet we're so shameful on the other end, you know, so we're sexually objectified as women, but then yet we don't own it and we don't embrace it and we don't like, yeah, that's me and I take power. And so this brought up a question of, I wonder, and it's like, I want to do an experiment or a survey and ask women like, hey, everybody, for the next 30 days or the next year, whatever it may be, I want us to all have an orgasm every day. And I wonder what that would create. Can you really receive an orgasm? Can you really receive pleasure? Partner or no partner? Partners or no partners? I wonder what that would create. I wonder, can we increase our income? 
Can we increase our value? Can we increase the level of power that we can have and release the shame? I'm so curious. Like, seriously, this is going to be my new 2021 question of like, wow, how can I have more sexual pleasure that can increase my income? I wonder. And I wonder how I can talk about this to other women as well. Gals, DM me. Let me know. Play with it. And, and I wonder if men make more money because there is less shame when it comes to sex with them. Maybe there is shame. I mean, I, again, this is my point of view, my life, of what I'm seeing. But I think there's less shame than with women. And I forgot who did this video. I think it was that one actress from Sex and the City. And I'm totally forgetting right now the redhead Miranda. But I apologize for getting her, the actress's name. I don't remember. But she did this one video about all the messages that we get as being a woman. It's like, be good, but be sexy. Wear red lipstick, but don't be too sexy. And it was like, yes, yes. That's everything we've heard our whole life is like, pleasure him, but don't be too sexy. Okay. Well, it's your fault and wear a pretty dress, but not too sexy. And it's like, it's exhausting trying to be, be both. And what if we receive sexual pleasure and increase our income, increase our revenue? Woo, I wonder. We have so much power, women. We have power. Receive it. Let's increase it. Let's go for it. And here's another thing. I've talked to other women and I think a lot of us when it comes to sex with a partner and particularly female with male, so I'm, I'm just talking from that experience, is that as women, we want them to receive their pleasure first it's all about them first. It's like, are you done? Are you done? We have to make sure that they get it. What if we receive it more rather than it's about his fun? And what if it's about us? This is not about cutting him off and not allowing him to have fun, but what if you can receive the fun too? What if you can receive the pleasure too? Because I have, I've talked to other, my girlfriends and they said, yeah, growing up, it was all about, you just had sex in order to please your husband. Like that was the only reason. Imagine that, that record that's playing and then now deprogramming and changing that record. I totally get it, girls. I'm right there with you. How can we change the record so that it's pleasurable for both, that you can receive pleasure? And I'm so curious to see how we can increase our income and change this and scale our businesses for real by having more sexual pleasure. Look, I'm interested in seeing what you thought about this idea. Screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I would love to hear your takeaways. Let me know if you go for that 30 day challenge or maybe a year challenge to go an orgasm a day. Let's go for it and see what happens. That would be a great 30 day challenge. I appreciate and love you all dearly. And until next time, girls, remember to get back up. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. 
Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.